Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I am so excited for today's episode. I really wanted to dive into how you can change your reality in huge ways with just these seven simple perspective shifts. So let's jump into it. All right, so number one, changing your perspective on failure. When we are living in ego-based mindset, then we are usually living in fear. Fear is ego-based and it's often our ego that comes in and makes us doubt our worth, makes us fear failing, makes us question if we should go after our goals. But one perspective shift that I made that changed my life was shifting the way I viewed failure. When we think of failure, we think of it as something that didn't work out. But what if what didn't work out actually did work out? Because I don't believe failure exists. I believe that when things don't work out, it's because there's something better for you. The universe doesn't want you to fail. It doesn't want you to struggle, but it's our ego that tends to think this way. Our ego keeps us in this mindset of, you know, the world is against me, nothing ever works out for me, when in reality, it's not working out because you believe it's not. You aren't able to see the lessons in the setback, and because you aren't realizing that there's a bigger plan in place for you, it's hard to see that. The universe doesn't want us to try harder. It wants us to trust more. It wants us to realize that what is meant for us will never pass us by. The universe doesn't say no. It says, not right now, or there's something better. So many times, my failures have actually just been redirections in my path that have led me to bigger and better opportunities. You know, I think of life as a maze, and our ego can only see what is right in front of us. It doesn't see the rest of the journey or where the path leads, which is why our ego creates so much fear within us. We want to see proof that it's all going to work out. We want to know that it will be okay. But since we can't see that, we don't believe it. That's why it's so important to live a soul-based life rather than an ego-based life. Because a soul-based life is a faith-based mindset. Our soul is our intuition, and our intuition has a bird's-eye view of our life path. It can see where the path is going to lead us, and it knows all the best possible routes. It's our inner compass. The universe also knows our potential. Oftentimes, those setbacks or those failures are really just tests from the universe. It wants to test your faith and your commitment. And sometimes those failures are detours. It's the universe trying to guide you to a better path. The best thing to do when these setbacks happen is to just trust in the bigger plan. And sometimes our manifestations don't always show up the way that we want them to or the way that we expect them to. At first, it doesn't look how we envisioned it to look. But soon enough, you'll realize that it worked out exactly how it was supposed to and that there was no need to worry. So let go of guilt and shaming yourself when things don't work out the way that you expected them to. Because at the end of the day, we can only control so much. We are co-creators with the universe. The universe has a say in this too. Trust that it knows where you are meant to be. All right, number two, as I was saying before, 
The universe doesn't want you to try harder. It wants you to trust it more. So the more you try to micromanage and force outcomes, the more resistance this creates and the less likely it's going to work out. Let go of what you can't control. Learn to surrender and have faith in the universe. We often live life with expectations, right? We put expectations on ourselves. We put expectations on others. And when we don't live up to those expectations, we often feel guilty or we feel like we failed. But life isn't going to play out how you expect it to. And when you have moments where life is playing out in a way that you don't expect, it's important to pay attention to how you are reacting to those situations. Oftentimes, our ego is going to want to react But if we are wanting to live a more soul-based life, we want to respond rather than react. This has happened to me so many times. I'll give you one example here that I've mentioned before, but I really like this example. So I go on vacation and I spend all this money and I'm feeling really good about it. And then all of a sudden, you know, my husband calls me to tell me that our furnace turned off and we ran out of oil. So instantly, my ego wanted to react in a way where I was frustrated, upset, I started to fear how I was going to be able to afford this bill after just spending so much money on this trip. It was a very reactive way of thinking. So the key here is to switch to responding rather than reacting. Reacting is very impulsive and it's based off of trigger, whereas responding is more calm, met with reasoning, and isn't based off of impulsive triggers. Because when things happen unexpectedly or things don't go according to plan, we get triggered and our ego wants to react. But how we react to things going unplanned is ultimately a test from the universe. The universe is testing our faith and is trying to get us to focus on our spiritual growth and our healing. When we have unhealed wounds and suppressed emotions that we never wanted to face, they are bound to come to the surface when we get triggered from situations just like this. So instead of reacting from impulsive fear-based thinking, I needed to take a moment to realize that there's nothing I can do now to fix the situation. This is now out of my control. It's happened and now I have to accept the situation for what it is and have faith that it's going to work out. But because I'm still working on healing my wounds related to survival mode and constantly feeling like whenever something good is happening, something bad follows, this is what ended up happening or ended up playing out, I should say, to trigger these wounds. So when it comes to your triggers, you really want to focus on responding rather than reacting. This is key and realize that these triggers are tests and they're just trying to get you to notice your unhealed wounds. We can even see this play out when we push expectations upon others and they act in a way that wasn't expected and it can trigger us because they are acting in a way that is out of our control and that just frustrates our ego. Like for example, let's say, you know, you really wanted to spend time with your partner and you were looking forward to hanging out. You're all excited because you haven't had quality time together in a really long time or it feels like a long time and you expect that your partner will want to spend time with you too. So you mention this to your partner and your partner says, you know, tonight just isn't a good night for me. And this immediately triggers you because you really needed this time together and you feel like your partner doesn't care to spend the time with you and the expectation you had that your partner would want to spend time with you is not being met. 
this would be a test to to your triggers and how you respond to this rather than react is key. We tend to push our expectations onto others in relationships oftentimes and most of the time this just leads to a lot of resentment within the relationship when our partners don't meet our expectations. And I have a whole episode dedicated to, you know, how to improve relationships and strengthen relationships that talks about this in more detail. So check that out. But it's really all about realizing that we can't control others. We can't change others either. There's a saying that goes something like, you know, if you break a butterfly out of its cocoon too soon, it won't know how to fly. Essentially, that's what's happening. We can't change people. Um, We can't make people change their habits, change their ways to please us or whatever else. And we can't control situations that are simply out of our control. When you come to accept this, you are then able to see the situations for what they really are. And you can then decide if it's worth it for you to accept people for who they are or change yourself and walk away from people in situations that aren't bringing you fulfillment. All right, so number three, really shifting into embracing the lessons of life. This was hard for me to really accept for the longest time because like I said before, it's so easy to be stuck in this, why is this happening to me? Why is the universe against me mindset? But when I started my spiritual and healing journey, my perspective of life completely shifted. I started to realize that life is a cycle of lessons. It is constantly teaching us. We come here to learn how to deal with our emotions and how to grow spiritually. And once I recognized this, I was able to see the lessons in each hardship. Before I saw this perspective, I wasn't acknowledging the lessons and therefore I was stuck on the same cycle. Each hardship we go through has a lesson behind it and that is really hard to come to terms with because sometimes we think, you know, it's just easier to stay in this energy of feeling defeated. But when we stay in that energy, we tend to miss out on the opportunities that are all around us because we are so fixated on being stuck. When you fixate on being stuck, you aren't open to seeing ways that you can help yourself break away from those cycles. So whenever I feel like I am at a point in my life where I feel stuck and I feel defeated, I now take the time to take a step back and look at the cycle that is repeating in my life. And I ask myself, you know, what is this trying to teach me? What is the lesson I need to learn from this? I've had many cycles in my life where I felt stuck and it was trying to teach me how to step out of my comfort zone or how to listen to my intuition when other people try to sway me to a different path or how to find worth in who I am how to have patience, how to shift out of the survival mode mentality, how to let go of those fears of rejection and abandonment. Life is always teaching us and we have to be open to being teachable. When we learn from our setbacks and hardships, it gives us the opportunity to level up, to complete one cycle and move on to the next. Realize that everything is happening for us, not to us. It's happening to show us how strong we always were, to show us what our potential really is. Again, the universe doesn't want us to fail. It wants us to succeed. And the best way to do so is through a growth mindset and living with so much faith that life is always working out for you. And I know this sounds really optimistic, but this shift has had a huge impact on my reality in the way that I'm able to make the necessary shifts in my own life. Number four. Number four is all about how I got clear on my priorities because for a really long time, I realized that I was often making excuses when it came to getting important tasks done or, you know, when it came to going after some of my goals that brought me a lot of fear. 
I took the goal I had in mind, like for example, I have a course I'm wanting to work on. So anytime I find myself procrastinating on creating this course, I use this phrase, working on my course is not a priority. And if that doesn't sound right to me, then I need to take accountability for that and start prioritizing working on my course. You can even do this with things like exercising or having a self-care routine. When you find yourself making excuses as to why you can't fit it in, then you are ultimately saying exercising and self-care is not a priority to me. And if that's not true, then it's time to start rethinking your priorities. All right, number five, become aware of what you are accepting. This is huge. Oftentimes, we are subconsciously accepting certain situations which can keep us in cycles that we can't break free from. Like for example, let's say you have a job that you cannot stand. You continuously talk about how awful this job makes you feel, that you feel drained and exhausted by it, but yet you just can't seem to break free from it. Oftentimes, we can't break free from what's draining us because subconsciously, we are telling ourselves that it's okay, it's good enough. But if the roles were reversed and a friend came up to you complaining about their job, telling you that it was draining their energy, would you actually tell them that it's okay, that it's good enough? Probably not. You'd probably tell them to, you know, know their worth and to find a new job. But why is it so easy for us to preach this but not take our own advice? Well, that's because of our ego. We are so deep in our ego-based mindsets that we talk ourselves out of making changes all the time. Our ego is afraid to get uncomfortable, so it sticks to what we are familiar with even if what we are familiar with is so draining. We have deep unhealed wounds that often create these subconscious patterns of not recognizing our worth, so we settle for good enough. But the truth is, if you want the best for yourself, you can't settle for good enough. You need to let go of good enough so you can make room for the best. So become so aware of these patterns so you can finally break free. It's time to show up for yourself the way that you would show up for a friend. All right, number six, know that you don't have to accept the expectations that others have placed upon you. It is not your job to live up to the expectations of others. This is a conditioned way of being that we often learn early on in life. You know, think about it. We go to school and we are expected to get good grades. And if we don't, we fail. And therefore, we feel like a failure. We get in trouble sometimes depending on our parents. We feel like we aren't good enough. At a young age, society sets us up to struggle with self-worth and to believe that we aren't worthy. There are so many things that society has pushed upon us to make us believe we are only worthy if we have good grades, if we go to college and get the best possible education, if we make a lot of money, if we look a certain way. There's all of these expectations that are pushed upon us, and when we aren't living up to those expectations, we feel unworthy. But guess what? Your worthiness isn't dependent on any of that. You are worthy because you are you, and the expectations that someone has for you isn't your job to live up to. You know, I find that parents can do this a lot, understandably so. We get a lot of expectations placed on us as a child. We are expected to behave a certain way, expected to get good grades, expected to follow the path that our parents set out for us, that our parents want us to follow. Or you could have parents that 
expected you to take care of yourself, expected you not to cry when you were upset. And all of these expectations mold you into who you are. And it's up to you to decide if those expectations are who you truly want to be or not. You don't have to take on those expectations. But as humans, we hate disappointing other people. Our wounded inner child especially hates disappointing others. So oftentimes, we take on those expectations regardless if we want to or not. And this can create more issues like resentment or following a path that others expect you to take instead of taking a path less traveled that your intuition in your soul is trying to lead you towards. When you get to a point in your life where you realize that life is one big maze that is trying to get you to learn how to deal with emotions, learn lessons, and connect with your intuition, you start to realize that this ego-based way of living is only holding you back. It's not your job to live your life for anyone else. You are meant to listen to your soul. Our ego is here to protect us in moments of danger, but oftentimes we are living on survival mode where we feel like danger is constantly around the corner. And that's not usually the case. Maybe you struggle to embrace your authenticity because you feel like doing so is going to let others down who have different expectations for you. But guess what? Let them judge. Let them be disappointed. You can't please everyone. When you try so hard not to lose someone so you people please to keep them, you end up losing yourself in the process. All right, number seven, lastly, Focus on how you feel. Pay attention to your emotions. If you want to manifest, know that we attract what we are being. The vibration you are being is what you attract to you. Don't focus on attracting the physical object. Focusing on attracting the feeling that physical manifestation gives you is ultimately what's going to bring it towards you. Because we are all energetic beings and everything is energy. That is what we are manifesting. If you want to manifest money, do you really want to manifest money? Or are you wanting to manifest the feeling that money gives you, the security and the freedom? Without the feeling that money gives us, it's useless, right? We want money because we want to feel secure. We want to feel stable. So when you are trying to manifest, you want to focus on being secure. Even if you currently don't have the money you desire, you are feeling as if you do. So start feeling secure within. Pay attention to how you react when unexpected money situations happen. If you want to go after a new career, focus on the feeling this new career would give you. Start being in that energy right now. I always use this example. Like let's say for example, you want to write a book. And I told you that you would be a best-selling author if you wrote that book. I bet you would write that book without hesitation. Because as humans, we often want to see proof or know the outcome before we take action. But the truth is, that's not usually how life works. Opportunity comes from the risks that we take. Growth comes from the risks. We have to take a chance on ourselves and hope for the best. So if you want to write a book, show up writing that book every day in the energy of someone who is already a best seller. To manifest, you need to be the energy of the person who already is living that reality. That is the key. Take action in the energy of someone who is being the person who has that manifestation. Focus on the feeling. Embody the feeling. 
All right, so I hope you found this episode helpful. If you enjoy my episodes and feel called to leave a review, it means the world to me and really helps me out. I would love for you to share this episode with someone who may need to hear this message. I also would love to connect with you on social media. I am at LDuclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all social media platforms. And be sure to check out the show notes for ways that you can work with me. I'd love to help you step into your next level self. I'm sending you all of my love. Until next time.